Welcome to Alphabet Fly, a psychopathic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and I've forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today are two people who are like really good at just like driving things. <laughs> David and Alex. Hello. Hi. We're yeah. not driving at the uh, moment. No, though we do well, drive a lot when we read comics. We've been true. going through a Superman family collection. <laughs> we, I will tell you, this is a very special episode to me because this character is literally the reason I wanted to do this podcast. Um, it's Razorback. All right. Now, do you have any idea who Razorback is? Uh, not aside from uh, what I, I may have heard from you mere minutes ago. It's a kind yeah. of um, alligator, right? No. Oh. <laughs> no, not at all. So A snake. It's think, a kind of snake. No. Oh, boy. No, it's, it's this. Guy in a boar suit. <laughs> oh, my. What the heck is that? <laughs> Guy in a boar suit. He's got a boar head and, and uh, who knows what body and some kind of a... He's uh, got to be a Spider-Man villain, right? He's wearing a, a scarf around his neck. No, I well, think that's just well, the, the fun thing about it is uh, under the little under the little snoot and uh, and um, tusks, you see his little face. Mm-hmm. See his little face. Yeah. And, uh, and he's just wearing a utility belt. And, like he 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 just has a boar's head, a realistic boar's head. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of the it's, rhino. That's why I said he must wonderful. be a Spider-Man I villain. This. I love this dude so much. Uh, but yeah, his real name is Buford Hollis. Buford um, Hollis? No wonder he turned into a bad guy. <laughs> uh, he's a crime fighter, trucker, and astronaut. Oh, an astronaut. Yes. In his spare time. Kind of like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Uh, so Does he, he have any crossovers with US publicly One? publicly known. Everyone knows who he is. He's a uh, citizen of the United States with no criminal record. No other aliases. He, um, his place of birth was uh, Texarkana, uh, Arkansas. He's single. His sister Ooh. is named Bobby Sue. <laughs> uh, he worked with, he worked with the, um, with NASA. And he's also the ally of Ulysses, Solomon, Archer, and Friends. So he and, does um, have a connection with US-1. Now, he first showed up. And this is, I, th- I like this one as well. This also has some uh, cover piece theater. Oh, excellent. Cover piece theater. But, to set th- but this is from um, uh, The Spectacular Spider-Man, issue number 13. By the way, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, issue number 13 in December 1977, The Coming of Razorback. Hmm. And... And to set the scene, we have what looks like a room of some sort. I don't know what type of room, but a room. Uh, and you have <clears throat> Razorback uh, with apparently a very shocky boar cow. I guess that's what it is. It's a boar cow. Um, boar cow, and it's a shocking Spider-Man. He's going back. And uh, and apparently, he's rough. He's ready. He's ripped. He's the rip roaring uh, Razorback, and he gets what he wants in the Big Apple, or pound it into pulp. And uh, what what does he say? Yeah, just nice uh, try, wall crawler. But anybody who comes at me from behind is in for a big shock. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could have a lot of meanings. So let's assume that he means that his, his Razorback is 
electrified? Um, what, what, like a, wouldn't maybe it be a, a wild razor? Has. Well, wouldn't it be a razor? Wouldn't it be sharp? Not not electrified. Wait, I think Ray. I think that a Razorback might be a boar. Maybe I don't know. Give me one moment. Oh, let's see. Well, you know the the reason he's from Texarkana is because uh, you know the Arkansas sports teams, the University of Arkansas, the Arkansas Razorbacks. I always thought it was a oh, it, snake or something. Yeah. Oh no! It apparently apparently um. Apparently, it's uh, in the United States and Australia. They use it. It's just another word for boar, basically. Really? Yeah. This is yeah. new information. No, a type, a type of feral pig. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna look, look a little bit more. Um, that has electrified scales on its back. No. What you've never heard of the electric boar? <laughs> yeah. Um, heard of electric yeah. eagle? Well, uh, but yeah. So. Uh, so a native uh, native of Texcana, uh, Texarkana, uh, Arkansas, Buford Hollis was an ace truck driver and aficionado of CB radio. Oh my God! <laughs> they have they have typecast this guy. <laughs> Hollis decided to use his great strength and his talent for inventing to become the costume crime fighter, like the ones he read about, who were based in New York. <laughs> Since Texarkana was in hog country, uh, Hollis decided to design his costume and make himself look like the ferocious boar and called himself Razorback. As Razorback, he made his uh, considerable reputation for himself locally as a crime fighter. His greatest achievement was before going to New York was the capture of a gang of thieves smuggling CB uh, equipment across state lines. Of course. <laughs> Gotta have some trucker-based crime. <laughs> so evil. Smuggling. Also, one thing... One thing we need to bring back because I am still I'm partially upset about this. We used to have more truck driver heroes. Like there were more than one truck driver hero in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like I think there was like one of them was called like like I want to say. Would you no, count Optimus I forgot Prime. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I want more. Um, I really want more. Uh, mm-hmm. truck truck driver heroes. Um. Uh, after his younger sister Bobby Sue went to New York to join a pseudo religious cult, Razorback went north uh, to f- bring her home. In New York, he encountered one of his heroes, the Spider Man, mm-hmm. who was investigating the cult. Though at first, he thought Razorback was an incompetent buffoon. Spider Man ended up being very impressed with him as they worked together in defeating the true leader of the cult, the sinister creature called Man Beast. Who <laughs> took the guise of the hate monger? By the way, if you don't know who the hate monger is, it was Hitler. <laughs> it was a clone of Hitler, right? Like it was like basically Hitler had a clone made, mm-hmm. made clone bodies made of him of himself, and whenever the Human Torch, the original one, Jim Hammond, like uh, burnt him alive in his bunker. Mm-hmm. Well, also, wait, sorry, I took away from Toro's accomplishment. He also burnt Hitler alive. <laughs> Uh, but uh, his his consciousness went into a clone, and then he became the hate monger. And he just happened to dress in purple clan robes with like a giant with H H's. So, so one of the boys from Brazil survived. Uh, I guess because that, that the boys from Brazil were were clones of Hitler. Oh yeah, oh with, yeah, the uh, boys from Brazil. Gregory oh, there's there's also a real fun Taskmaster story where he is sent to basically get rid of a Nazi that was in Argentina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh he just made he just made 
like hundreds of clones of Hitler, mm-hmm. and all the kids just had like Hitler mustaches and stuff. <laughs> oh, jeez. There was. It's it's a good. Just read Taskmaster. Taskmaster is also good. Um, you know, just support one of my favorite. I don't want to say villains, but Taskmaster is a villain per se. He's just very persuaded by money to do he's bad the, things. The the one who showed up in uh, Black Widow, right? Yeah, he's yeah, well. They're in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I should say. Um, but yeah, and they don't do the whole like thing. They don't do like the mystical version of his powers, but you know, they're right. they're in there. <laughs> they also they also did Taskmaster a little dirty by not making them nearly as cool as they should be because Taskmaster is so cool. I love Taskmaster mm-hmm. uh so much. Um but uh but yeah, so although Bobby Sue herself turned against uh the man beast, she re- she refused to go home with Razorback after Man Beast was defeated, claiming that she still had to go. She still had to find a direction for herself in life. Spider-Man consoled Razorback and praised his abilities as a cross costume crime fighter. Proud of being proud of having proven himself in Spider-Man's eyes, Razorback returned to his career as a superhero in uh, Arkansas. <laughs> uh, recently, Razorback was con- contacted by. Taryn O'Connell, a young woman who was in love with the ace trucker Ulysses Solomon Archer. It's US-1. That's what. He meets up with the other truck hero that I was thinking of. It's US-1, yeah. Um, and, uh, Ulysses, yeah. Ulysses Solomon Archer, the driver of the uh, vehicle known as U- uh, US-1. Uh, Archer and a number of his friends had gone into outer space with an alien uh, named Al, but like O'Connell do, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but O'Connell frightened had to stay behind because she was determined to find Archer, who was never returned, and persuaded Razorback to help her to hijack NASA's new experimental spacecraft, the Star Blazer, to do it. That's right, <laughs> they had a heist oh, to steal from NASA. It's so good. <laughs> Did they wind up Razor- getting some cosmic rays? Oh, I love it. Ra- Razorback's mutant intuitive ability to drive any vehicle made him indispensable part of her plan to travel into space. Yeah, I love that Jennifer mutant Walton. ability to drive any vehicle. That's an important power, you know? Like, okay, here's the thing about, again, as I said, his power is something that anyone could do if they had enough time. <laughs> he could just do it quicker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if if somebody has a skateboard, you know, he's all set. He's going to be able to race after the bad guy. You know those, like, ripsticks things where, like, you had to, like, you Mm -hmm. know, move your feet back and forth? He's perfect at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You could take Uh, a golf cart and just race it down the road. He's he's on Uh, a unicycle. uh, She-Hulk attempted to thwart the hijacking, but failed and ended up becoming a reluctant passenger on the spaceship. A.K.A. she was on the spaceship when it went into space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Star Blazer traveled to star this to the Star Stop, a kind of diner for spaceship uh, spaceship travelers that was oh, operated really? by Archer's friends. Of course, there Papa are diners Willie. for space truckers. <laughs> so Papa Willie and Wide Load Annie. Like they they're just they have this you know truck stop. Can, can I trucks. throw in a, a plug for the Deep Purple song "Space Truckin"? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there that O'Connell learned that Archer married Mary O'Grill, another another of the people who had gone in space with him, and that she was expecting his child. Ooh. That's then the alien That's way being worse than finding called out himself over Facebook. Uh, Zim, <laughs> Zimnu. No relation to Zinu. <laughs> uh, uh, the Titan uh, arrived at the truck stop. Zimnu captured Archer and intended to transform him as yet, as of yet unborn child into a member of Zimnu's own race. By the way, Zimnu's whole thing uh, is an old, he's an old Hulk uh, villain. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he takes children and basically enslaves them. Oh. So he's like a fae. Yes. Except. Or a U.S. corporation in India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. One of those. Or, or, or someone picking cacao beans for Nestle. Come mm. on. It's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but Razorback. Buh, 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 yeah. Razorback destroyed the machine, which Zim knew intended to transform. Perform the transformation, and a space convoy summoned by Archer took Zimnu into custody. She-Hulk contacted NASA, explaining what Hollis and O'Connell had done and why. Impressed with Hollis's skill with guiding the Star Blazer into space, NASA waived the criminal charges <laughs> and offered Hollis as a job as continuing Star Blazer's shake, continuing the Star Blazer's shakedown cruise through space. Hollis happily accepted the offer. Moreover, O'Connell and Hollis discovered that they had fallen in love with each other, and <laughs> in the course of their adventure, and as for She-Hulk, she returned to Earth. Which, you know, good for her. Yeah. Um, when, when last seen, Razorback was piloting the Star Blazer, which he renamed the Big Pig 3, after the rigs he drove on Earth, and further, and further into the galaxy, taking O'Connell along with him. It's, it's just like a love legit story. one of the best entries I've read. I love this dude. This guy is so good. Like, <laughs> is that something you could do here? Like, if you steal a police car, but they're impressed with your driving, they'll just like drop the charges. That was a part of the, the Blues Brothers, wasn't it? Actually, well, they didn't exactly drive well, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess if you are impressed enough, like really, if you think about it, like the law is uh, applied very differently depending on who you are. Mm. That's for uh, sure. So, you know, you know, maybe. <laughs> now, do we have any idea who came up with Razorback? Because a uh, lot of this story elements, especially at the beginning, where he's just like a normal guy trying to make it in the hero world, and then Spider-Man thinks that he's super cool. It reads to me like a very um, self-insert sort of character. Hmm. Well, it was uh, Bill Mantlo who did a lot of... Uh, I'd say came up with a lot of a lot of stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote Rom, Micronauts, a lot of the Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk. Like he was basically one of the power players in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other stuff. Uh, he wrote a lot of the Cloak and Dagger series that came out in the eighties. Oh, Cloak and Dagger is uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he wrote a lot of stuff. Um, he wrote um, Rocket Raccoon, the the first, uh, the before he became, oops, oh, sorry, a Guardian of the Galaxy. What like it was just this like really good mini series set on Half World with Rocket. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like yeah, he's just powerhouse. Honestly, like I, I kind of wish more people recognized him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. 
Like, well, I wish gonna, he was like a household name. I'm going to guess, and I think I'm right, that at least part of the inspiration was, you know, at that exact time. So this first uh, appearance was December 1977. That's uh, Jimmy Carter, you know, had just been elected and was in the, the White House. And a lot of pop culture stuff was suddenly remembering that there were people who lived in the South and, and did these kinds of things like driving trucks and cars. The Dukes of Hazard came along at that time. You know, Carter's brother, Billy, had his own beer, Billy Beer. And he was, he was kind of this type of, you know, hick, uh, hillbilly character. Uh, so this was clearly their entry into that kind of... And we did yeah. it definitely, definitely. Also, um, I will say, unfortunately, when M Day happened, he did lose his powers. But again, his powers is something that you can just learn as a regular person. <laughs> yeah. So guess what? He had a leg up. He just did it. He just did the thing he was doing already. <laughs> so, so yeah, he didn't really use anything. Also, he was in the um, he was also in Avengers Initiative as well. And uh, he uh, he was part of the Arkansas Avengers team because because Avengers the Initiative was basically uh, every state had an Avengers team. Oh, nice. So so yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, did Puerto Rico get one? I don't think Kentucky barely had a good one. <laughs> I'm in Kentucky, so but we do have one of the best characters though is a Kentuckian. It's Cannonball. Cannonball is a Kentuckian, so I get to claim that. So, uh, but yeah, um, so he's like, um, six, wow, he is very tall. Um, he is six, eight. That's the same height as, uh, Quicksand. Yeah, except he's just, except his whole thing is just, he's, he's just big, he's just a tall dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he weighs 410 pounds, he has blue eyes, black hair, he does a lot of exercise, and, uh, his superhuman ability is he can drive virtually any vehicle. You know, it's lucky he was born in a time when there are so many vehicles to drive. Right. He right. might have never known about that power if he'd been born in, like, medieval times. Just, just really good with horses. He'd have a chariot. Like, nobody. <laughs> uh, so we do... So basically, like, he's a really talented mechanic. He can... He's really good at, like, um, inventing stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, and he modifies vehicles. Mm-hmm. And also, he has an electrical main. He can electrify the main mm-hmm. on his hood, shocking an adversary that... I feel like that's very situation. They have to be behind you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he turns your, his back on people frequently. Like, I feel like a, I would put that around my body. Not just on my back. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it might... You know, you go to scratch your nose and you forgot that you turned on the ability and that you just shock yourself and... <laughs> But um, um, Bumblebee, uh, when she first premiered in DC, uh, she had a stinger that would come out of her butt and shoot at bad guys who tried to sneak up on her. <laughs> it, it came up exactly once. Yeah. So, but. Jesse, you didn't really tell us, you said this was the character that got you into all of this. What was the story there? Uh, I was I was just doing what I did occasionally before where I would just like randomly look up just characters like I'd be reading through because um because I wanted to know more about certain stuff I didn't have access to so I like I'd read um I'd read up on characters and whatnot and Razorback showed up on one of them I was just like who's this mm-hmm. and then I clicked on it be like oh 
I never heard of this character. This is rad. Why don't I do do more? And uh, yeah, I got the. Well, obviously, I didn't just skip right to it. This, this I'm like, I think four to five, four or five years. I don't know. Well, whatever. I've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, Razorback is just uh, yeah. There's and there's tons of characters like that that just don't show up anymore. But it's like really, really awesome. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Razorback is a uh, great. Is awesome. Also, yeah. fun fact: next week we'll also have some of my favorite animals in the Marvel universe too. So, like, I'm starting to hit like stride with all the like stuff that I really love nice. um, in Marvel. So, I'll I'll uh, give everyone a hint: they might be communist apes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is well. That's all I really have, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, it looks like they do a kind of fake out on the cover that he's, um, that Razorback's supposed to be a villain. Cause I, I definitely thought so with his big menacing scowl and the shadows over his eyes. Mm-hmm. But I guess there was just a misunderstanding between him and Spider-Man. Well, I mean, that's what superheroes do. If they don't know each other, they have a nice little fight and then be like, hold on, we're on the same side. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, also... You know, I used to make fun of that a little bit more, but it's a real good way of showing what the other person's deal, uh, what each other's deal is. Mm-hmm. So, like, with Razorback, I don't know how you would get that he can drive anything from that, but, you know. <laughs> but, you know, like, if you have other characters, like, you know, if they're fighting, like, right before they do anything, like, it'd be like, okay, there's what their powers are. Mm-hmm. Um, also, here's how they, this is how they didn't really talk and deal with stress um, and whatnot, and, uh... Maybe you get some lore, you know, during that. Also, his hat must be so heavy. Mm. Like, you well, said he's around he... 400 pounds. How much of that is his outfit? <laughs> apparently, whenever he uh, has his hat on, he's nine foot tall. Oh. Okay, yeah. So. But, like, you that's, know. That's too that's, tall. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's that's it, really. <laughs> Like I, I like you know. I wish there was more. I wish there was more, but there's not. (laughs) You wish there was more. (laughs) Boar versus Razorback, (laughs) final showdown. Also, by the way, I do want to uh, do this little uh, PSA right at the end. Um, uh, so uh, I'm all about conservation of stuff. Uh, one of the things that is actively uh, hindering uh, and also destroying ecosystems right now is a lot of wild boar. And remember that whole thing everyone was laughing about with the person who said, well, what if I need a gun powerful enough to maybe get rid of 40 to 30 to 50 boar, uh, pigs or mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. wild boars? You shouldn't laugh at that because that was a legit problem he had. Uh, so yeah, uh, that and neutral rats. Um, I think they're free game and it's the only people, they're the only things I think you should just like have unlimited license to just kill because neutral rats are also, if you don't uh, get rid of them, they will erode the shoreline and they are so effective at it. And yeah. So, um, okay, that's it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you have to plug? We'll, we'll plug our podcast, uh, the, my comical romance. The uh, the ultimate commentary on romance comics from the fifties, sixties, and seventies. We're the only ones on that subject that we've heard of. Well, we're definitely the best. <laughs> my comical romance. Please look us up. Yep. Uh, m- my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called 
over in Smith where me and my friend Faith read an H.P. Lovecraft story and we release an audiobook of it if it isn't too boring or racist. Um, now, uh, think if you, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have the, uh, we'll have, we would have finished, uh, Call of Cthulhu, which I think is the beginning of, um, the stuff that people think about, even though there's a lot of really good stuff beforehand. Also, some outright horrible racist stuff, too. But, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, this, but yeah, this is, I don't feel like doing the rest of my plug. So, this is, uh, Alphabet Flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.